and, and welcome to Excuse Us the podcast. Excuse Us is about sharing our unfiltered stories with a lot of love, laughter, and good vibes. So grab a drink, alcoholic or otherwise, we won't judge and chill with your favorite girlfriends. Hi everyone, I'm Shani. And I'm Gail, and we are back for episode two. And we're gonna talk about the R word. So the R word is not relationships. We don't want to talk about that. It's a role model. So it's, you can't be what you can't see if you can't see your race, if you can't see your hair type, if you can't see your gender. We're going to talk all about that today. So firstly, Gail, <laughs> what does being a role model like kind of mean to you? Okay, um, so a role model to me is somebody who inspires me um, because they have skills, values, or maybe a situation that I would aspire to have. Um, mm. it, it can be for me like a friend, it can be a celebrity, it can be like a family member, and it also can change based on my um, age and also my I suppose um, needs. So if I'm going through like maybe just a stressful time um, at work, and I'm like I want someone's strength to inspire me, then I might look, yeah. you know, more like a very fierce woman. Um, so that yeah. is my yeah. definition. What about yours, Shani? Yeah. So you know how I feel about like role models. I just think I don't like them. <laughs> so I do that. <laughs> Not, not that I don't like them. I don't, that's a very strong thing to say. But I just don't. I feel like a role model, in my opinion, I should say, the way how people see role models is, you know, perfection sort of thing. So they think that if you're a role model, oh my god, you're perfect. You, you like, you have to like live up to these standards. You're in this like box. You have to do this and you have to do that. That's why I don't like the word role model. I think that it's so strong of a word and it puts so much pressure on you to be perfect it's just too much I don't know like I I remember you asking me like who was my role model and I was like no one <laughs> I don't I don't really have one like I've got people that like I like things about them like I that they inspire me I like certain aspects of them but it's not like think like oh my god that person's a role model I, I want to be like that person I want to be everything like that person that's why I kind of stay away from the word a little bit um but yeah I just feel like you can admire certain things about people um and that's why I think we shouldn't put that pressure on like people it's just too much like even yeah. in remember when we were talking about the whole frame and Britney thing again um, yeah. and then there was like oh she's too sexy she's um your role model and like on the tv they were talking about oh um how she's just too much and I was just like but no, like she what can be however she wants to be. Like it's not down to her to parent your children. You should be guarding your children yeah. and what they watch on TV and um, yeah. how much, you know, they're exposed to. It's not down to her. Yeah. Like she should yeah. be able to express herself in any way, shape or form she feels like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I just feel like 
you shouldn't just put that pressure on people and as no. and you shouldn't put that pressure on celebrities because it's just too much yeah yeah I'm gone I'm out um <laughs> It's really interesting what you say about celebrities because I remember when I was a kid and I was at business school, um, age 20, you get asked for interviews to get into business school, um, you know, who's your role model or, you know, who do you aspire to be like? And I feel that it is a lot of pressure for someone, especially at 20, to know like who do they want to exactly be like versus saying okay who inspires you and which like for what reasons or what skills or what values do you want to take from them in order to be your own person because it Mm. almost feels like you have to become them or you have to copy them and I remember very vividly I had like this whole pitch prepared for every single interview and I'd be like mother Teresa or like Steve Jobs so almost like unreachable people those people that you know that people will think oh yeah yeah you must be a nice like, person if you like yeah. choose these people it's yeah. just like generic kind of yes yeah. so they'd be like you know oh great she's driven great she's mm. entrepreneurial great she has a kind heart but yeah would those be like if I didn't feel the pressure to answer certain type of people would I have answered yeah. that? Most likely no. Um, and I think that's this whole idea that John Lennon has this quote where when he was five or something around that age, his um, teacher asked him, who do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what mm. do you want to do? And he said, I want to be happy. And the teacher said, no, you haven't understood the question. And he said, no, ma'am you haven't answered you haven't understood what life is about at such a young age oh my god I'm like okay okay <laughs> I know, pr- probably said something related to like food or shopping or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very valid it's like I just want to be happy and then you know I do be, maybe want to achieve certain things that people have achieved but do you want mm-hmm. to be them not necessarily yeah. like, I want to be my own I wonder person. how young he was when he said that I can find it for you. People, no, no. we'll find it and we'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> so, Shani, you mentioned earlier you cannot be what you cannot see. Yeah. And I just want to, like, go back to this because I think this is very important. Mm. What does this quote mean to you and how do you believe that you cannot be what you cannot see is affecting women? And people just in general in evolving for society. You know what? It's just like we need more women on TV. We need more women of colour on TV. We all know that, but it's taken us a while to get there. And I kind of think that it's not only we need to see these people on TV, it's also the narrative that you're portraying when you display these people on TV is also we need to be very careful of you know like if you say like people of color or they're always doing this or like they're always in a gang or they're always like this it's like every race has gangs (laughs) why does it only have to be black people on tv like there's the italian mob there's like (laughs) 
other people like this don't come for me okay i am <laughs> <But it laughs> you know what i'm so glad you're raising it on just the podcast because it's something that you and i discuss a lot about representation yeah it's just like seeing people in like certain roles even something as simple as seeing your skin color it's not just about seeing a black person but the hue the shade of them like is it light skin is it dark skin you just can't have all light skin black people on the tv you just can't have all light skin asians on the tv you just can't have all light skin latino people on the tv latinx is that the right word um sorry forgive me if i don't know the right word um but there you just can't have like just one hue of like rate like of that race on the tv it needs to just mostly represent what is in society we all know that if we see it then we think oh yeah I could be that oh yeah I can you know I can do that oh I can achieve that when we look at people like Oprah Shonda Rhimes that are like building these like Tyler Perry building these multimedia empires Issa Rae um those people that are just building these things and it makes you it makes you want to do more it makes you want to fight it makes you want to strive it makes you want to be like they can do it I can do it too kind of thing and it like kind of sort of combats the imposter syndrome yeah um and it kind of like because you can see people that look like you it's so it's so helpful if I only saw Caucasian people on tv you would kind of think oh yeah I want to do that but it'll always be in the back of your brain like oh can I like I don't see anyone that looks like me you know doing that can I do that it's always it always plant that seed of doubt and these are things that we shouldn't have to be explaining to people. It's yeah. just like you can't, they can't argue it. You need to reflect yeah. your society. Like just London yeah. is so diverse alone. Like yeah. how can you have EastEnders and all these yeah. just, and it's mainly, you know, white people in EastEnders. <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. The East End of London is not saturated with the white people like all no. over. Like it's just like, it's very, very diverse there needs to be some sort of change and like yeah. it helps to break down stereotypes as well when you yeah. see like these different people on tvs doing different roles you're seeing um you know um just different relationships it doesn't yeah. always have to yeah. be like you know certain stereotypes that are being perpetuated yeah. it it just really helps yeah i love i you know what i'm so glad that we're discussing this on the podcast because i know both of us discuss it so much offline and we'll always mm. have like the best conversation. And yeah. one of the things that you and I say a lot is it's up to everyone to challenge like yeah. what we're seeing. So it's about like people of color being supported by yeah, Asian. A hundred percent important. And I and I do dream, like I really dream, and I keep saying it, and I'm like, maybe one day it will happen, maybe I'll be like super, super old. But I dream to be in a world when we don't talk about female founders because we don't say male founders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I dream of a world where you do not have to basically have written black female founder, but just yeah. because yeah. that's like your skin color and your gender. Like, you would never say a white male founder. Yeah, would you? you would just you would just call him something. You would just founder. say like 
yeah you say founder you won't have to yeah. like say the first of this or the like the first female or the first black person the first you yeah. know asian or the first latino like yeah. you, uh, first should be done with like we should be yeah. done with that it should be yeah. like it should be the norm we shouldn't have to say that like of course we want to celebrate it don't get me wrong we have but to. it should we just want it to be the norm that these things happen and, and people are yes and people are included when it comes to being a role model or even though I don't particularly like the word it's well I don't like the word when it's perpetuated on someone else yeah um, I like people to choose it versus yes exactly and that's the problem people. like people get it pushed on them and I feel like you need to find your own voice to be exactly to identify okay who is it and maybe it's different people like I look up so much to Michelle Obama you know I've got this massive Mm. crush on her I'm obsessed with like Viola Davis like I Mm. think she's just so like genuine and authentic and powerful I love Mm. Eva Longoria for Mm. showing what it is to be an entrepreneur and yes you can be Mm. like a woman yes you can have kids but she brings the kids on set she has mm. all of her companies. She helps women in becoming themselves directors. And yeah. I think, like you said, it is it takes to find your own voice or like to find yes. the space and the platform in which you can truly be who you are and who you want to be in order to find those people. And you and I say a lot, like we believe in vibrations. And I do believe mm. that you have to you end up being surrounded by women who aspire you and like mm. I love you and I like there's so much about you I say to like everyone she's so cool she's so sassy she's like well you know so, you know like she she is like a you know like a cooler version of me but you know without being cooler a version, version of me thank god I for would you. never like say that I'm cool <laughs> like well I do I do um but yeah and I think basically you end up surrounding yourself with people that you know have like certain things that you aspire to um so we yeah but also yeah so but like even when you come back to that point about um being yourself being authentic and stuff like that kind of you have to kind of be that for yourself as well not only necessarily look for it in other people like it's it's, obviously it's cool to say that like oh that person inspires me because they do this they're badass they do all but also you have to think about how you can hone in on your own strengths and that's what I think like kind of I don't know if it's I don't know if I have trust issues but I always feel like people disappoint you know we are allowed to make mistakes and people do make mistakes so when you have this role model of someone and you think oh they've done something negative or done something or put their foot in the wrong place like you think oh some people think oh my god my world is crashing down because my role model is like this celebrity is not doing this or they've done this it's like how can you put your whole trust in someone else like that like this is this, you don't even know this person like mm. you 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 know what they show you yeah. so that's why exactly. I tend yeah. to put like try try to be more self-reflective yes. and try to perpetuate those things that you kind of aspire like like inspire that you get inspiration from from other yeah. people I, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense kind of thing yeah, yeah. and we often to be yeah. honest, often um I think we often admire someone because they haven't locked what we have, but we haven't truly found how to express it. Mm. That makes sense. 
Um, yeah. I was about to quote Denzel Washington. Like, I think that's, that's, it would be probably the only time I am quoting a man. Uh, maybe I should That's so funny. I was talking about Denzel him today. Washington. I think he did this amazing speech, which is a commencement, commencement speech for like the University of Pennsylvania. Mm. And probably mispronouncing it. Sorry, people. Um, but his speech is Hashtag about. Hashtag foreign. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, how did you pronounce your name again? I get that a hundred times uh, a day. Anyways, um, so he has his speech and he talks about falling forward. He says, when I was a kid, people used to say to me, have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. And he said, I didn't understand what people mean. Because yeah. if you get out of your comfort zone, if you stretch yourself, then you've already learned. And even if you don't do that thing quite, the way you plan it for it to be it doesn't have to be good it doesn't have to be right just not to the level of your expectations it's okay because you've fallen forward and mm-hmm. what you're saying in when you're saying like it's okay to you know learning curves it's not failure you know it's part of the process to just trust basically your stars um I think about Denzel Washington falling forward mm-hmm. it's all about falling forward oh so, and it's um, also hot as well I know that's not like what we're I talking mean, about but he is a total cutie I, I know he's like oh, my God. To you, my dad. Oh, Jordan. Oh, disturbing. I will tell Michael B Jordan um, I mean, you know and Alexa it's I, like a different story he's not my crush crush like he is not like if I he would have been number one okay Denzel. <laughs> sorry Denzel <laughs> Um, way too young anyway (laughs) we're only 21 guys (laughs) but another thing that I was thinking about in terms of um, you know role models and you can't be what you can see is like sounds like you know gender roles and the stereotypes that people you know kind of thing when it comes to kind of thing the stereotypes that people perpetuate when it comes to like gender roles like a woman should be like cooking a woman should be cleaning a woman and that's a kind of like when you see on tv kind of like the things that people put to the forefront for women and I'm just like men are seeing this and some women aspire to be this and you know what it's okay to choose and that's uh, and that's what I think society wants you want to yeah. have the option to choose what kind yes. of woman yeah. you want to be you want yeah. to be you on your own terms and I think that people can't get that and I think that some men just think like how is this going to affect me kind of thing yeah it's like yeah. it's like I want a woman like I saw a post um it was a celebrity as well um um and it's, and he was saying oh oh I see the girls getting ready for summer I see them like looking good and getting their nails and getting their lashes done but can you cook excuse me can you cook what yeah but can you cook I was like well as far as I know I can feed myself can you feed yourself like (laughs) 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 what you bring to the table You can't don't just expect a, someone. Don't bring a chair if you can't fill a space on the table. You, you know, you exactly. The thing is, is that if you expect this, you've got to be given something as well. Yeah. You can't, it just can't yeah. be one-sided. I wouldn't even mind if you expect this and you're given the most. But yeah. they just want, they're so comfortable in their privilege that they just want you know it what? all. I was like, I was watching TV last time, was doing something else. And it was a toilet ad. <laughs> and, <laughs> 
And I was, and I was kind of like, you know, in the back listening. And you know what I'm like, I'm like, may not be one of those other ads where like, thank God, now she has the spray that eliminates all the odor. That was the ad. I was like, may not say now she has, or, you know, I finally, she's happy or something. And it was like that. And I was like, okay, great. Toilet yeah. woman, she's happy. You know, my days. Yeah. I think I just walked away from the TV and I was like, that's, that's, you know, that was the wrong thing to hear and that's done for today. So I want to yeah. talk about, I want to talk about, <laughs> so passionate. So I want to talk about how the way we raised and um, the way socialization happened as kids. Um, oh, yes. You're like, oh, yes. You know what? I have like a whole Bible. Yes, it's, yes, it's because like I so like. The words that people use to define us. I mean, we have done it by accident. Yes, it's are, like, like I know. We have to, like, yeah, it's like, oh, she's so girly. Oh, she's gonna, he's gonna be a heartbreaker. Oh I'm like, no, God. don't put that on my son. He's not going to be a heartbreaker. No. He's gonna be a stand-up guy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> and exactly, like it's, yeah. it's like the things that we put on like little girls and little yeah. um, boys, and you're thinking like they grow up believing these things. It's yeah. like. I'm gonna say frame and Britney again. But you remember when um apparently she was outraged by the show, but anyway, let's not get into that. That's like a different <laughs> but like when like she was on stage and when she yeah. did one of her first um auditions or whatever yeah. uh, was it like star shows i don't know what it was presentation yeah, like yeah or something like that and the this is old guy old enough to, looks like he's old enough to be her granddad and 100%. she's standing there um i don't think she's old enough is she old and five she's about five she's very very she's small five or six. she's definitely in primary school yeah and he also oh so do you have any boyfriends i'm like excuse me like <laughs> what is going on here he didn't ask her okay do you have any friends at school what's your favorite subject who's your favorite teacher you know you know what i mean nothing to do with that you had to ask her something relating to the fact that yeah. like, it's kind of like a little bit of sexualization there if you know what i mean 100%. why are you asking me about a boy and if yeah. i like a boy like this is not the stuff that we're yeah. focused on now you didn't even ask me about my singing the reason that i'm here yeah. <laughs> like, you know what i mean like yeah. what do you like to sing who do you listen to who do your mom and dad yeah. like, like, like kind of that thing and it's just yeah. like the world before was so obviously it's a man's world we know that but yeah. they, I feel like, um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not man bashing. I love men, um, and I shouldn't even have to put that disclaimer in there. Um, I don't, I, I, I shouldn't have to. Um, but yeah, it's just episode like episode one. She the, said she liked to touch guys. Okay. <laughs> Go back to episode one. But like, it's just like they have this privilege, and I feel like women are so much more compromising. And they have a privilege that they don't realize they can they can exist in the world however they want to, and it's like we don't have that privilege as women um, to exist in the world how we want to. It's like a how dare you kind of thing. Like you have to be doing this for me. You have to be cooking. You have to be cleaning. You have to be this. And not all men are like that. I know that. And but it's just like I think that they come from a place of privilege, and sometimes they need to be more like aware. Yeah. um the women around them and how things affect them and not just playing things off like how you said like these words that they use like oh that's a woman thing girly girl thing yeah. and even like when we're like 
younger and we're at school and stuff you tell your parents or something like oh this this guy keeps hitting me all the time you know what I mean like why doesn't he leave me alone he probably really likes you and I'm just like no he does not like me that is abuse okay that is abuse he's hit to me (laughs) bonus in my head doesn't say that he likes me (laughs) exactly I know when we were kids like I I mean like I wish you know I had those comments about like she like my like my mom would cut my hair and she she's not very talented when it comes to a haircut. Did she put a bowl on your head? We had a guy at our secondary yeah. school. He's, yeah. His mom used to put a bowl on his yeah. head and cut his hair. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but um, he was still cute. <laughs> yeah, they that people used to say that I look like a boy because of my hair. And I think it's well today guys just so you know I'm wearing like pink hat to toe so um, <laughs> revenge revenge um but I think like I wish basically people would have said you know she's so strong she's so clever she's so mm. determined she's so passionate she's so kind you know mm. rather than say oh those girls are really girly they've got like ha- like they've got like bows in their hair and they've got like pretty mm. shoes like no and therefore just saying oh and because she's not like this and therefore she's like exactly I wish they had said she's strong she's this because like there are studies that show that obviously the way that the way that we have been educated and the way we socialize as kids obviously impact us as women and therefore when we are in the workplace often women that when I ask about their strengths or how they would describe themselves they won't use words like I'm strong, I'm ambitious, I'm driven, because all of this is discounted as Yes, because you're seen as being a bitch. She's aggressive. Yeah. She's yeah. gonna be like walking all over people. She's a bit too much. She's a bit too loud, maybe. Mm-hmm. And actually, other studies have proven that women who self-promote, like I've done a training like a couple of weeks ago. And they were sharing that there are studies which show that when women self-promote, they are negatively perceived by their peers, as in women or work colleagues, men of the same level, mm. they are judged dangerous or threatening. Um, yes, it's because I, but why, why would we be threatening? Because it's the same thing I was telling you about earlier, yeah. where it's like, we can all exist in these spaces. Same, yes. And it I doesn't think matter. One person doesn't need to fall for another one to get in. We can all exist in these spaces because, like, it might be that we're talking about the same topic, but we bring different perspectives because yeah. we have different experiences, because we yeah. have different backgrounds, because you're male and I'm female. Um, yeah. And I think that, like, they shouldn't be threatened because it's just like you, if you're in a boardroom and you don't see females, you should be concerned. Yeah. Because what does your company stand for? I remember when I used to work at, I wouldn't mention their name because, yeah, I might get, you know, sued or some shit. <laughs> but um, I remember when I was working for um, a jewellery brand and they like, I literally went into the office and I was like, I looked around and there was hardly, I, I could probably count less, like probably on two fingers, the amount of people that looked like me or even were people of colour. And I'm just yeah. saying that you're on almost every single high street and you, yeah. your um, your ad campaign show that you're diverse, but behind the scenes, you're not really. Like, you I mean, aren't really. Being, 
Mm, yeah. And I just think that it's just, it was just really weird because I just noticed, I don't know what, I just shouldn't say I don't know what made me notice it. It's because I'm a, like a black person or a black woman, yeah. I should say, that I've noticed like there's no one that looks like me. And I'm just looking around and you're just like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> like kind of things, yeah. just pondering in a way. And I think, yeah, I just find it hard how you cannot be diverse in this yeah. day and age. Yeah. Oh, you know what I wanted to say as well? When you when you mentioned about the um whole being a, like looking like a boy as a child, yeah, I, I had that as well. So basically, <laughs> and I think it's I, like you know what it result it resulted in us like you and you and I we love like accessories, we love like I know because stuff. now I mean, it's like, like it's payback. It's like yeah, no one ever, look. Yeah, it's like no one ever think because literally when I tell you, I used to wear joggers baggy jeans oh and God, I used to too. have like just I just used to wear studs in my ear like the like the studs in my ear like I mm. never used to wear hoop earrings or anything like that mm. this is probably when I was about nine nine or so I moved to England for a year and then I yeah. moved back to Barbados and in yeah. that year like I was totally tomboyish like totally yeah even before then it was a little bit but not too much like I yeah. used to run around with the boys all the time at school at primary school my dad used to be like make sure you're here at three o'clock <laughs> Yeah, I <laughs> never find because I'm running around with my hair going all different directions. <laughs> oh my god, I wish I could have seen that. Oh my god, and like when I was about, I'd say about like eight, like I would say about eight or nine, and I remember yeah. my mum's um friend's dad yeah. said said to my mum, "What's that boy doing with all those earrings in his ear?" And I'm like, "I'm not a boy, I'm a girl." I'm <laughs> You know what? It's um like I remember like because I looked quite boyish when I was a kid. Then I think when I turned twelve, my mom was like, "Okay, you can't, you can't, you still can't wear makeup. The only thing you can wear is eyeshadow." And I, and for some reason, she would only give me the option between like two eyeshadows, but she thought there weren't too much to go to school, and it was blue or pink. And I just used to wear no makeup whatsoever, like no primer, no like face cream his eyes oh my gosh it's so bad I mean so bad but then I used I to just, sneak and wear makeup like, as well I, f- I felt girlier um, yeah like I wasn't allowed to wear like I wasn't allowed to wear any makeup yeah at all um it's only when I turned about 15 my auntie used to sneak and buy me powder but yeah. the cheap powder that you get in like beauty supply stores not like an yeah. expensive one she used to allow me to wear powder and if I go on holiday, I used to buy like mascara, and that's why I used to like yeah. wear mascara. But that's the only things I used to, and I used to have to hide and do it. Kind I feel of like thing. we should do an episode one of those days about like how obsessed with makeup we are, and like yeah. what products we love, and like what we use. Yes, definitely, I do. But like, I don't don't get me wrong. Like, I am not this person that can put on makeup amazingly. Like, I still struggle to do that. Mm. But I try. Trust me. Depending on what time you wake up. <laughs> Whatever's there, I'm trying. I am like yeah. I'm contouring. I'm bronzing. Like I'm yeah. highlighting. I'm trying. <laughs> like, I'm and you're doing it. it really well. Like in general, I'm oh, not. I'm not. As, I'm not as great that. on it. I'm like I love the experience of it. And then most of the time, I'm like try tutorial, and I'm like, why does she look amazing? And why do I look like a clown? So we've talked about the importance essentially of like um, role models, stroke inspiration, yeah. chosen, not put upon us. We've talked yeah. about the importance of like um, the words that people use in socialization. Um, mm. And I want to talk about affirmations because essentially, if people don't use the right word to talk about you, 
or they don't use the right adjectives that you feel are relatable to you, like then affirmations have to come in. So I want to talk about how I use affirmations and then you're going to tell me how you do it. Cool. Let's do this. How do I use affirmations? I use affirmations. I've got like a few um, and I use them. Shout out to Chandel to introducing me to them. Um, Shout out. Amazing. <laughs> Shout out. Um, I don't know that friend. Like, hello. Sorry, what? <laughs> no, she won't. She's fabulous. Um, so, um, so I've got like a few. Um, I basically started really using them. So I always had like from 12 or 13 years old, like I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. And I will keep repeating it up until I believe it. Um, and I tend to use it when I'm under like a very stressful situation and I have to achieve something that stretches me out of my comfort zone, whether mm-hmm. it's like a very important work presentation, uh, whether it's before like, well, some just like sweating at hot yoga and they're asking me to do like a weird position. <laughs> yeah and I'm like I'm gonna fall I can't like stand like this for like four minutes and I'm like I got this in my head I got this I got this can you imagine if I was like scribbing in the yoga studio you know why you know why I can't do yoga or pilates no why I can't do yoga or pilates because I think um I always think I'm gonna do some weird position and I'm going to like fart so I never (laughs) Oh my god, you know what? This is no, it's it's a very fair point. It's my worst fear. It has happened to one guy. (laughs) (laughs) Your body. And I feel like if I'm in the like like, Pilates studio. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry. I feel like if I'm in a like Pilates studio that it's like it's going to be really quiet and also is this going to be a silent killer or is it going to just blow away now oh my god yes exactly. anyway sorry guys uh, like, has your okay sorry back to affirmations very important you guys um yeah and then i've got two in my house bathroom um so i've got one which is breathe um because i do a lot of yoga and i'm um a person who's like very anxious in general exactly I'm trying to zen myself out as Shani is showing right now you guys can't see it um, so breathe is like I get out of the shower and I see this and I'm like okay cool like you know just breathe right now and then we'll see when you get out of the bathroom like how you feel and then the other one is akuna matata um why I don't know I saw it and I was like, speaking to me this is like my inner like crazy self and it's kind of like you know going with the flow kind of thing uh, which is very like not like me because I'm a planner but then I'm like I'm trying to be a bit more spontaneous and I've got one which is on my bathroom window that I write with a red lipstick because I love red lipsticks um hashtag before mask (laughs) because else you've got it all on your face (laughs) um that I have on my bathroom and then I change it um and then um so this is kind of like how I use affirmations my parents didn't teach me them they um didn't use them to raise me they had loads of other quotes and like random French like you know says 
Um, but that's me. So Shani, mm. how do you use affirmations? Yeah. Like it really made me think when you said about um, like your parents didn't really say them that much. It made me think about something like my dad as a child, like I think it was my dad or was it my grandparents? I can't remember who, but basically it was always like, don't be a sheep, basically be a leader and not a follower. So I think that has stuck with me. Like, I think from primary school, that has really stuck with me. So when someone's going off and do something, like if a whole group of friends say, oh, we're going to the water cooler and doing this. Like, I'm just yeah, using yeah. that as an example. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's like, I'm just like, well, I'm doing this. Do you want to go to the water cooler? Do you want to go to the water cooler? I know, that's not the best example. But, I, but I'm just saying, like, I've always been that, like, kind of like, I do what I want kind of thing. <laughs> So I've always just love it. Such a cool kid. Can you come to the water? Anyway, but literally, she has gone. Sorry, oh, she's her I'm face crying. is totally red. Like she's crying. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was not cool, but you didn't believe me. <laughs> no, I do. No, I yeah. definitely do. It was just like, um... <laughs> so it was just like always, always like do what you kind of believe in yourself. Always have your a brain for yourself, and don't let other people lead you astray. That's what I took from that, and I've always been that way. I've always been like, okay, you're gonna go do that. That's fine. I'm doing this. <laughs> Yeah. kind of person and that's always stuck with me I can attest but back to affirmations affirmations so I kind of use affirmations like all the time because like I even went so far as having them written on my bathroom mirror like you like you said like you are loved and 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 you are strong but then I had to change that because I realized that you can't just say you you have to really kind of you know sit in them and be present in your affirmations and so sort of draw strength from them so you have to can't you just can't say you are strong or you're resilient you have to say I am strong I am resilient and so so that you go sort of releasing that into the atmosphere um so that's why I had to change it but other than that, like, I really believe in affirmations and like what you said, it really helps you to get through something that you're trying to, that is quite difficult. Like if you're stressed at work or if you can't do something, you just, like you said, I've got this or you can do this or I can do this rather. And you just find that extra bit of energy just to push through and get it done. And you kind of, you know, like you kind of give yourself comfort in a way that like, you know that you have the ability to do this task or you do have the strength it just gives you you know um comfort and some of the things that I I also have affirmations um in my in my bedroom like I've got all like them framed in my room I've got like beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself um and I'm a woman what's your superpower I've got don't give up I've got, I'm all kinds of amazing. It's like just those things that like you might not recognize it every day, but just glancing at it can give you so much power. And like, it's, it's really, really good. And I'm such an, I think I'm such an advocate for like, just being you and just like not apologizing for being yourself and just trying to show up for yourself and 
you know, just like trying to figure it out and just being true to you. Um, and I think affirmations really help you, you know, find your strength. Oh. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. <laughs> That's my second drop the mic. <laughs> we should keep scores. Like we should have like a star board. <laughs> I just think that we need to have a prize. We need to have like cake as a prize that we auto reward ourselves. Listen, I don't even need um a prize. Like to to say it's a prize to have like an excuse to have cake. Like I would just eat the cake. I was yeah, I was about to say actually we don't we don't need like to win something to eat cake. Um, True. Um so I think now we are moving to our last but not least section of this yes. episode. So now we're going to do something new, guys. So stay with us. Okay, drum roll, please. <laughs> Introducing the Sisterhood Minute. Shani, what is the Sisterhood Minute about before we crack on? Right. So Sisterhood Minutes is sort of like a combination of our key takeaways from um, the podcast this week and how we're going to kind of use those key takeaways in the future. So today I'm grilling Shani, you guys. No. no. Like, no, I don't want to be grilled no I hate being put on the spot I really do okay well you're not exactly put on the spot because we kind of did a first recording and that didn't work out um, <laughs> I can't even remember what I said in that one <laughs> yeah me neither it mustn't have been very important <laughs> so my key takeaways from today is that like um, I'm still not a lover of the of the words role model because I think it's just a loaded word, but I still believe that you can like certain people, certain aspects of people can inspire you, and you know what that's okay. Um, what other things? Um, yeah. Also, like we have to have more representation in media, and also in companies. Um, that's the key takeaway from today as well. Ah, boys need to be taught to behave better. <laughs> And girls need to be taught not to accept bad behavior. So if you like a girl, behave appropriately, boys. Or men, rather. Um, I think those are my key takeaways from today. Um, and how am I going to apply that in the future? I am really going to try to, you know, um, if I see in my, like, if I'm working somewhere or if, or if I'm in, in an organization or I'm volunteering for something and I don't see people that look like me, I'm going to speak up more about it because maybe I haven't. I've just been silent. Um, so I will make sure that I do that. Thanks so much for listening. Please share this episode with everyone and your mama and follow us on Instagram at excuse us underscore the podcast. Tag us using the hashtags, hashtag excuse us underscore the podcast or excuse us. And to get in touch, email us via excuse us the podcast at gmail.com. Wishing you peace, love and good vibes from us to you all. Until next time.